This is the Comedy Kiosk podcast by Monday and Munoz. Please welcome Monday and Munoz. Hello and welcome to the Comedy Kiosk, a podcast in which we discuss news, opinions, and ideas about comedy. My name is Igor Monday. And I'm David Munoz. And today we will do something we haven't done in a long time. So when we just started this podcast, the idea was that we will ask each other some kind of trivia questions about comedy and do some pop quizzes and test each other on general knowledge of stand-up, etc. Mm-hmm. But we stopped doing that in favor of actually finishing our discussions and spending more time on the topic of the week that we had. And now we've decided to go back to that and use some internet quizzes and check ourselves and see who is a better stand-up connoisseur. Yeah, I guess. Uh, So basically what you're saying, in short, is two points. One, we're not going to talk about news ideas and opinions. Not in this one. No, not in this one. So that intro was totally fake. No, no. In this podcast, we talk about those things. In this episode, we play some quizzes. We play some quizzes. And secondly, we're too lazy to actually make our own quizzes like we were before. And we're just like, let's grab something from the internet and let's just do that. I just feel I trust the internet people more than I trust myself. And that statement is valid in so many parts of my life oh yeah so i'll go with that so we will also link the quizzes under this episode so you guys can also participate and take it together with us in real time so yeah. first one comes so hang from- on we'll just give you a little moment just go to the link just go to the link oh now yeah is. now we're actively waiting for a person to click on the link <laughs> I would advise yeah. you to click on the link before you start the episode. Or just hit pause. Or, or hit pause. That's also, yeah. yeah probably the most, log- yeah, most logical. All right. So the first one, what are we doing? How far would you go in stand-up comedy? Yeah. So the first mm-hmm. one is on brainfall.com, a website I've never heard of. It mm-hmm. seems something like, it seems like BuzzFeed, but shit here. <laughs> yeah. So how far would you go in stand-up comedy? Also, I haven't done these quizzes. I don't know how many questions are in them, etc. Yeah. So this is a... Complete surprise to both of us. So, right. question number one. Question number one says, uh, let's take turns in All reading right. out the questions. Sure. Right. So, the question number one says, if you weren't a stand-up comic, what would you be doing? Okay. Hmm. I'll, I'll read the answers then, like the options. Yeah, go for it. The next time we'll switch it around. Okay. So, option number one, hustling in the service industry, studying up for something bigger. Number two, a salesperson. I like talking to people. Number three, I would rather stay in school forever. And the fourth one, I have no idea what else I would do. I like how you read it in such like in such a teacher voice. <laughs> it's, Guess it's, what I would be doing if I wasn't doing... St- I still am doing it. I, damn it, I am a teacher. Shit. <laughs> yeah, and f- I mean, this is... First of all, I like the... You know Jimmy Carr's answer to... It's one of his jokes, but he got asked this so much at interviews and stuff. Yeah. What would you what would you be if you weren't a comic? Yeah. And he was like, a virgin. Yeah. So definitely yeah. But he already had a job beforehand. So, you know, yeah, he, he was he, a manager of some oil. I think something. he was a lawyer, wasn't he? Or market? No, marketing. He was in marketing. We Maybe marketing, but he worked ago. in a, in a uh, what do you call it? Oil rig. Yeah. Like in the middle of the ocean really? and stuff. Yeah. I thought he was like in an office in like some stroke on stand, tent, Trent on Stoke, stroke on Trent or something, stroking the Trent. One, one of those things is the name of English, a foreign I watched. like yes. names, villages no, or no, something. No, he was somewhere on, a, on an oil rig or whatever. No. All right, so... <laughs> yeah, if, but still wearing a suit, he would not be wearing overalls and have grease all over him. So, all right, so uh, let's, let's go through these. So, um, okay, for you, I think you actually would choose uh, the top one. 
hustling in the service industry, studying up for something bigger. I think that would be you. Well, the real question is what is in the service industry? Because, yeah. you know, even even performing and organizing shows is still the service industry. So I, mm -hmm. if I wasn't a stand-up comic, I might organize stand-up shows yeah, for other exactly. comics. But also, I mean, a salesperson is what I kind of am. So my, let's call it a day job, is sales, yeah. business development and sales. And I do like talking to people. That's why I got into comedy and everything. So you know what? I'll choose the second option. What are you choosing? I don't know, because really, like sales there as well, but the thing is, I do have a normal job as an English language teacher, so... I think you're hustling in the service industry. Teaching really? languages is a service. Yeah, but... And I you're studying up for something bigger. But to be honest, I'm not You really... want to be the head teacher of English. <laughs> but no, to be honest, I'm not really a good hustler, I don't think. I don't think I, I'm, I'm really good at hustling and working angles and, and pushing myself into things. I just kind of befriend people and it happens, but I mean, it's not because I take after or manipulate sort of thing so that's where i think it goes wrong the okay. salesperson i can't think I'm about it this way comfortable bullshitting. you work where do you work at a school and how long are you going to work there god knows so stay in school stay in forever, school forever. <laughs> yeah no one said as a student yeah you know that that's true all right let's hit next for me then okay i've made my option all right so i'll read the question for this one then and you read the options go for it so it says here You've got a big set in a few months in front of a booker for a major TV network. How do you find your best material? Hmm, good question. Okay, yeah. A. Long, long hours of racking my brain and breaking down ideas. B. Tested out a lot of smaller, smaller shows. Smaller shows. Watch some of the most successful comics and put my own spin on it. Or, oh God, I didn't think of that. <laughs> um, I would test it out at a lot of smaller shows. Because this is what I do when I, I test my fives and tens and, I don't know, twenties and then put it together yeah. for a longer set. So that's my that's what I'm going for. Actually, it's interesting because I, I recently listened to an interview with Roy Wood Jr. He does a lot of, uh, you know, those uh, correspondent shows for Trevor Noah sort of stuff. Like, you know, those comics who are on his show and they do, like, interviews with people and stuff or, you know, talk about an issue. So Roy Wood Jr., uh, he was on a, a podcast and they were asking him, like, his hustle. He did. He, he was really good at hustling to become a stand-up comedian and when he went for this uh some sort of tv show in the 90s uh that kind of helped break him out sort of thing what he did was he did option three he watched some of the most successful comics and then he found out what they were doing but instead of putting his own spin on it he did something that they hadn't done he made sure it was topics that were original and different so that he would be selected to go on because he'd been trying to get on the show i uh, think he wasn't being successful and then he checked it out he broke it down looked at all the ones who did make it every show for like a, a whole season and we're like right so that's what gets you in now i'm going to do my own version or i'm going to do something completely different but it's interesting along the same veins if you know what i mean so i think so I number think three it, actually is kind of good if you're going to be on tv because i think it would be better if, if actually we made this quiz because i like our options much better so for example check what everyone else is doing yeah do something new and different which yeah would be or great. do you do the same and you try to go, all right, we do the same material that's being proven and tested. Or do you try to be like avant-garde? So test it out in a lot of smaller shows. Yeah, actually, I'm going to go with number three for me. All right, go for it. And the next question says, how do you react when the joke's on you? Option A, I get a little miffed, but I don't let it show. I just fantasize about stabbing them in the neck. Okay, I added that last bit in. Get mad and swear my revenge. They will feel my wrath and they will taste the blood on my metal. Uh, number three, 
get embarrassed and leave the room. Why is everybody always picking on me? Because you look like a girl and you sit down to pee. Is there a Will Smith? <laughs> Actually, that was Bloodhound Gang. Play into it and keep them laughing. It's mm. an interesting one because we've done some rose battles. We've done some roasts and stuff. So we both have... Revenge, right? <laughs> totally, totally. Revenge. All, all of those who roasted me are dead now. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's why we haven't seen them back at the clubs. Damn it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's actually... All of these are possible because I've seen people react in very different way. I would say for myself, it would probably be option A. <laughs> it would th like if de depending what it is, if it's yeah. something that I'm 100% okay with and I make jokes about this, like if people are, oh, you're short. I'm like, yes, you know what I mean? If yeah, it's yeah. something very personal or something, you know, some kind of, let's say a choice or decision I've made and it turned out to be the wrong one. And now people are making fun of it in a room full of strangers. Mm. Maybe I get a bit of like, oof. But I wouldn't let it show. I would play long because that's the format. If it's yeah. uh, if it's the roast or something like this, so I go with a. I'm actually going to go with the fourth option: play into it and keep them laughing. Because I think that's what I generally tend to do. Like you know, people make fun of my age, and I just go along with it. Like I, I think in a way, I think that's actually a good way to 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 find out how you are seen by all other people on stage. Because sometimes it's very hard to know what you actually present yourself. I remember hearing, uh, they were, once again, another uh, conversation from some podcast thing, but they were talking about how this woman was, was saying that she was at a stand-up show and this guy was just not a good comic, not because his material wasn't good. It was because his, all his material was about, you know, being the unattractive guy. It was so hard to pick up girls, but the guy himself was gorgeous. Like she was like, every girl was looking at him going, I, they were just practically spreading their legs for him already while he was just on stage. Like, they were just like, oh my God, he's so good. And then he started doing this self-deprecating, I'm not good I looking. To, I told you not to tell this story. <laughs> Come but, on. But the whole point was that she was like, you got to know who you are when you go on stage and what you look like. And sometimes I think I struggle with that. So when I get these jokes, part of me is just like, oh, 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 can I use this? Is this it? And then in a way, that's what I've been leaning into. So actually, I think it's a learning moment and I try to make jokes out of it. So number four. Go for four Keep then. them laughing. Take it on board. Keep them laughing. I think we're going to have very different answers, which mm. is, uh, I, I welcome it. I'm yeah. curious to see. Yeah, yeah. All right. So fear and laughter are often linked. What are you most afraid of? So the answers are people not paying attention to me. Mm. Ooh, this is a good one. People not respecting me. Another good one. Starving. Yeah. Starving is just being hungry or yeah. starving for attention. <laughs> being humiliated. Ooh. I think what they mean with the starving one is like, you're not going to make money. Like, you know, it's basically like this is a like dead end. starving in comedy, like just basically. Well, yeah, I think it means like, you know, your career goes nowhere and then you won't be able to because it's your full time job and then you don't get gigs. So you're pretty much always living on someone's couch and you're per the perpetual uni student life without the degree. Staying or in school forever. <laughs> um, right. Well, if you chose staying in school forever, you know what your option is now. Okay. Yeah. So what would be the one thing I'm most afraid of? I don't know. They all sound pretty bad to me. I mean, like, you know, it's not kind of, oh, heights, spiders. It's quite, quite, quite personal. Mm, people not paying attention to me, not respecting me. I think, and the weird thing is, I think number two and number four are kind of connected. Because if you get humiliated, then people are not going to respect you afterwards. Well, people can respect you not because they make fun, but just because they don't consider you worth their time or you know they just don't see you as a real 
comic, as a real artist, as a real but something, it, friend. Is this question asking just in general, like, this, what are you afraid of? Or are they asking, what are you afraid of in the terms, in the this, comedy? I don't circle? know. So let's answer it the way we want to answer it. And thank you, Quiz, for being ambiguous. Mm. All right. I would say if we talk about comedy, let's talk, let's put it in the context of comedy, right? Because the quiz is about comedy. So I would say in comedy... No, I think it's talking about general, because it's, it's wondering about your personality. All right, then let's take it as a as a question about life. And in this case, I would say I would be most afraid of people not respecting me. I'm the same, actually. I was because I'm like it's either humiliated or respecting. But humiliation, I can deal with. It. I can make fun of it and just roll with it. And or, it comes and comes and go. goes. People forget. But if they don't yeah. respect you, you know, like you have to work hard to earn their respect. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. All right, let's move on to the next one. Yeah. Okay. And the question five says, knock, knock. Okay. And the response is, <laughs> I got something for this. Or it's number two, who's there? Or number three, hey, I'm supposed to be the comic here. Hmm. Well, I, I've, I'm, I've never been a victim of many knock, knock victim target of many knock. Victims. People do not come up to you for knock, knock jokes. Yeah, eh? that's right. Victim sounds like, you know, knock, knock. I'm. Holding your mother hostage. Yeah, well, is it like a, a drive-by knock-knock? Yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> I'm riding my bicycle and someone's like, "Hey, knock-knock, bitch!" And I'm like, "Oh shit, duck!" Yeah, yeah I would say I would say the third one. Really? Because, you yeah. know, as a as a you comic, got a bit of ego there, huh? You got a little bit of the whole, "Hey, hey, hey, hey!" I'm the one that does the funnies around here. You shut the fuck up and laugh. Yeah, I have a bit Capiche? of I have a bit of Igor. You have a bit of David. What's <laughs> that? No, I mean it's 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 not like that, but it's more like. Okay, you're trying to, you know, sell me a knock-knock joke. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's kind of... I, I think in a funny way, I would be like, hey, you want to do jokes? Yeah. Tuesday, open mic, you know? Mm -hmm. So this is kind of the response that I right. think I would go for. I'm going to go with A for me. <laughs> I got something for this. I, I think I'm always like, yeah, my, my brain is thinking of little, like, tags and stuff. Or like, oh, you know what would be funny? Da -da 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 -da. David, knock-knock. Yeah. And where, where is something for this? No, that was it. That was the that was it. That was it. It's the pregnant pause because that's how I left your mother. Oh, you never knocked knocked my mother. I hope. <laughs> All right, next. Sure, son. Next. I mean, you are old enough. Seventies <laughs> uh, were a wild time. So six out of ten. Yep. Uh, okay. A club owner stiffs you on your performance fee, but offers you free drinks all night instead. What do you do? All right. So do you try to sell the drinks and get some cash? Well, that's... Interesting. That's, I would not have actually thought of that. Well, that's obviously not... Yeah, yeah. That's a hustler. That is a hustler. Somebody's like, I'm always going to get my money somehow. Yeah. I'm selling open beers at the bar. Like, that's not suspicious at all. I'm sure there will yeah. be many takers. Yeah. Um, punch that double crosser right in the face. All right. I know mm. several people, even in our circuit, that would oh, actually yeah. do that. Yeah. Roll with it and get drunk. Or don't burn any bridges, but be sure never to book that club again. Not an easy one, but I think I would go with second or third. Because second, I can still do that. I can still roll with it, get drunk, but then again, never come back to that, that club. That's third. Thir third, yeah. So I can do that, but I can never come back to that club and tell other people, like, don't go there. That guy's going to replace your fee with beers. Mm -hmm. So I, I would do some kind of So hang on, combo. you're saying punch or roll? They're your two options? Or you're saying roll and it's, don't burn. It's always my two options. Punch or roll, oh, baby. Yeah. That's, punch or roll. that's how I... Sometimes together you punch and then you roll just in case they have a comeback. Yeah, punch and roll. Yeah. 
Um, no, I'm, I'm combining third and fourth. Right, third and fourth. Right, roll and don't. So I'd probably take the beers, get drunk, or share it with my friends, with other comics, whatever. Mm -hmm. But then I would never book it again, and I would tell yeah. people, don't go there. The guy's an asshole. He's gonna pay you in beer. Yeah, I, actually, for me, it's easy. It's a fourth. I just don't burn any bridges, but I'd be like, yeah, this guy is dodgy as hell. And yeah, you would tell your, your mates, you know, if they're like, I want to book you. Okay. You, and I would say you can go here. Like I'd say, look, the crowd is good. For example, if the crowd is great, the venue is amazing. I'd be like, look, the place is awesome, but the guy's probably going to try to stiff you and think it's your choice, but I'm just informing you. That's where I'd go. I wish I could put number one though. Try to sell off my drinks and get some cash. I mean, I wish I could say that like that, that is true hustle spirit, but Unfortunately, yeah, nah, I can't. God, I, mean, I wish I Again, could. I don't think there will be any takers in like you secondhand beers, you know? Yeah. So let's go with, I'm going with third. I'm going with the fourth. All right, question number seven. Okay. Some, sometimes looks can kill in stand-up. How attractive are you? All right, quiz. Jesus. All right. So I, I actually disagree with this question for starters. I just want to put it because I think you just, it's only been a it's only been a recent thing that comics have actually been like some good looking comics, like guys that you or girls that you would look at and be like, oh, wow, they're, they're actually very attractive. In the past, comics have generally been very underwhelming looking, like they haven't been like hot. Some of them might be OK, but, you know, usually the, the uglier, the better, because it's that whole like, you know, I don't know. Have you seen the documentary about early days of stand up? It's called Morrow's Mrs. Maisel. She's pretty attractive. Um, <laughs> That's your but, documentary. But yeah. also, you just you just told the story about a guy who was too handsome for his jokes. So. It, it, there is some truth well no no that's it. what i'm saying but now modern days people are doing it but i mean it, i think that's only been more of a recent thing since the 2000s that you've started to see comedians who are very attractive and and like kind of pushing that sort of but they but also know how to play with that like like uh anthony jesselnik he's great at using the fact that he's like a very kind of you know attractive in a stereo in a very traditional sort of way but then doing the um bateman sort of american psycho angle on it so it's like be careful of what looks good you know like the the cobra or the tiger so that sort of thing but anyway options let's go with the options option number one i'm not the most attractive person in the world but i'm cool with how i look Number two, <clears throat> let me do this correctly. Eek! I did not expect that sound to come out of your mouth, but there yep. we go. Uh, option number three, I could star in a Hollywood romantic comedy. As the ugly psychic friend. <laughs> it doesn't say. It doesn't say. Yeah, it doesn't say that you're Matthew McConaughey or something. Also, you know? Adam Sandler starred in a bunch of those, and you know, kind of uh, Rob yep. Schneider and whatever people yep. who I wouldn't say are considered traditionally attractive. New. So, Amy Schumer. Okay. Number four. That's kind of a personal question, okay? Mm -hmm, all right. So first one says, I'm fine. I look fine. I'm fine with it. Second one says, Jesus, I'm ugly. Third mm -hmm. one says, I'm beautiful. And the fourth one says, don't even ask me this. Yeah. Right? Number so, one for me. Number one for me yeah, as well. Yeah, it's easy. I mean, I'm cool with how I look. Maybe not when I was younger, but definitely the older I've gotten, the more comfortable I've gotten in my own skin. You're a handsome man, David. Thank don't you. Don't undersell yourself. Thank you very much. Wish All I right. could say the same. <laughs> question, question number eight. Uh, no, you're a bit of a and, and question number eight really ties into this, what you've just said. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. You've got your first heckler. A drunk guy in the back of the room is saying you're not funny. What's your move? Hot shot. All right. So the options are tell a few jokes at his expense and continue with my set. Go hard and burn him so bad he never talks in public again. Avoid the confrontation and leave the stage or bring him on stage and let him see how funny he is in front of people. Mm. We had a whole episode about heckling and how we dealt with some of the hecklers. 
So you can refer back to that episode and see what exactly we would do in the situations that actually happened. Because I don't remember. <laughs> well, you're... <laughs> My maybe, old age, you know. Maybe you don't remember what we talked about, but you probably remember how you dealt with it when it happened. Because mm -hmm. we mm -hmm. talked about a few very examples. colorful examples. Yeah. So I would say that uh, I would go tell a few jokes at his expense and continue with my set yeah. just because I don't want to make him a star of that show and I don't want to waste my time, which is probably yeah. limited as a host or as a performer or whatever. So I'd go with number one. I've seen number four work, actually. I've seen recordings of number four working really well, if done properly. And I think, I wish I could do it, like, you know, uh, probably have the confidence to do that. Maybe I'll think about it in the future. I don't avoid the confrontation. Uh, I haven't had too many, too much experience with hecklers, though. Go hard and burn him so bad he never talks in public again. No, no, number one as well. To make a few jokes, little remarks and stuff. And kind of banter and then move on like, yeah, I'm done. All right, we're moving on. Mm. Question number nine. So we're only two more. We have only two more questions left. All True, right. Because mine says nine out of ten. So Yeah, nine one out of ten. So we have nine and ten. Two more questions this left. This one and one more. Right? Yeah, that's... Yeah, are you this sure? Is you, how mathematics works? You sure right. you work at a school? I don't know. Hey, I don't teach maths, Christ. Fair enough. All right, so which of these professional comics would be your role model? Number one, Sarah Silverman. Number two, Gallagher. Number three, Jerry Seinfeld. Number four, Louis C.K. And number five, Tom Hanks. A very, very interesting lineup of comics. Well, obviously not Gallagher for me, because I don't know who the. <laughs> that is. I hope it's not Noel Gallagher or something. Whatever. Yeah, I'm like, Noel Gallagher. Uh, what, guy from Oasis? Which yeah. brother? You didn't even mention which one. Liam or Noel? Christ. Yeah, I don't know. Be specific. I mean, come on. Not, I mean, Noel has got like the dry, absolute caustic sort of, caustic kind of humor. But Liam has kind of got the arrogant, suave sort of, you know... Uh, style like the, you I, can't touch me on Teflon. I, I, very, so, I highly yeah. doubt it's either of them. I think it's probably some American comic with a surname yeah. Gallagher, but I've never heard. And I also would not consider Tom Hanks a comic. Mm. I don't know, has he done any? Uh, I think he's done some stand up in his early days, like way before. We're talking probably like 70s or early 80s. Maybe, but I've never seen any of nah. that. So I'm nah. basically choosing between Silverman, Seinfeld, and CK. Yeah. And then I, I wouldn't say that. How much do you masturbate? In front of people. Sorry, should have added that in. How, how do in public, like... Do you want me to choose Silverman? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's, what's this uh, question getting at, but uh, I mean, I, I do know what this question is. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? But no, I, I'll be honest, neither of them, I would say I relate to... I, I would say in style, I guess probably I would lean more towards Louis C.K. then. But at the same time, I do like Sarah, Sarah Silverman. And I respect Jerry Seinfeld actually a lot, even though it's not necessarily my style of comedy. Like, he's not... He's not... He, Jerry's a role model in the sense... Each one of them is a role model for different reasons. Jerry's a role model because of his work ethic and his ability to really work on a joke. Louis, because of his material and the sense of the everyday stuff, he can turn any story and he knows how the angles and he, what he's about, very relatable. What about it's, Gallagher? Yeah, uh, well, don't even get me started on Gallagher. And Sarah Silverman, I mean, she's just so in your face, but charming at the same time. I love her onstage persona. She's just very, like, she can be really rude and disgusting with a smile on her face that is so adorable and cute that it just... Uh, she's a, she's quite a quite a dirty yeah, that's what comic, I mean. and that's not my style. I would say if... So they don't say, like, who's the comic you like 
who you laugh at, but who's your role model. Yeah. And I think what Sanfil has achieved with uh, his yeah. stand-up, then his sitcom, then incorporating that into that, then come back with Netflix uh, comedians and cars and specials and yeah. stuff. I would say I would like to have a career and uh, you know leave a mark like Seinfeld. So I'm going Seinfeld. Okay. Uh, regardless of the private life, I'm actually going to go with Louis C.K. because of the way he like you know because before the whole fiasco, you know his thing where he his actual joke specials were great. He was prolific, creating special every single year. So he actually has the work ethic, even though he looks like a schlubby sort of guy. He's got the right work ethic and he's still got the TV series just like Seinfeld and all the rest. I think he could have continued going great if it wasn't for, you know, the the hot water he got himself into. So I'm going to go actually with Louis. Go with Louis and let's move last on one. to the last question. Go for okay, it. Okay, so, and finally, anyone who's been a working comedian knows never date another comic. That said, would you ever date another comic? All right, so the first one says, you know what? I'll take what I can get. Second one desperation. says... Desperation. Answer one. Desperation. <laughs> I mean, that's just being a comic anyways. Yeah. Second one. Wait, that means that if I'm a comic, nobody should date me? I resent the implication. Third one says, only if it's someone who can help me with my career. Ooh. <laughs> and the fourth one says, sure, it sounds easier than being one. Mm. Mm. Well, I don't know. It's a very hard question because neither of them is a straight answer like yes i would no i wouldn't or yes i would under the right circumstances it's just kind of oh what you're saying i'm not pretty then it's like oh you're saying i have no choices so i'll go with uh i'll go with the first one yeah i'm actually gonna because sure it sounds easy to be actually you know what i i was in a sort of a relationship a long time ago that was the girl had implied after we broke up she even got me a a book and she highlighted one of the sections basically was like creative people if they're not achieving they're not being creative themselves tend to date other creative people and she was a creative type and she was sort of like david stop dating the creative type be the creative type yourself so after we broke up she was just like you should be doing your own sort of thing rather than having a partner who does that uh, i think i'm doing both now uh, <laughs> but i still kept with it. so in a way sure it sounds easy but the thing is i did learn from that so not anymore that would be my old one I am going to go with number one. Yeah, you know what? I'll take what I can get. I see. I don't care. I, I disagree. Finally, anyone who's been in working with knows never date. Oh, crap. All right. Let's submit and see what we get as the result. It's calculating. How far would you go and stand up? Comedy? It's almost done. And click to get your results. results. Oh, man. Now he's going to ask me to fill in my email address, my yeah. bank account yeah. number. Oh, 73%. Make it to start. You what? Ah, get lost. Damn emails no i don't want to share it thank you very much Let's okay. share it on facebook oh my god um, i am an alt comic with a cult following i like that one i like it and i'll explain later on you give me your answer though i will i will first of all I will screenshot this and publish it on our social media second of all it says you would 58 percent make it to stardom you are a real road comic it says nice job road warrior you are one of the toughest in the business willing to put that in the work build the skills take the hits and handle a crowd you might not be a household name, but you can make a living and make people laugh all across the country in any room. Hang on. You got 53%? 58. 58%. Right. Well, yeah, I got the 73%. Old comic with Colt Falling says, you aren't for everyone, but the people you are for really appreciate you. You think about what you're doing, follow on your own dreams and connect with people you really care about. That's all that really matters. And I got to say, I agree with that. I would rather have, I, I would actually think that would be a great 
level of success because it's like uh was it brian regan the comedian he says he's like uh famous in a two kilometer radius from where he performs every night or something like that uh, some sort of quip or 500 meters because the idea is that yeah he if you know if you're into stand-up comedy people know him and love him but the moment he's just walking the streets, no one recognizes him. He doesn't have to put up with people yelling out his name and stuff. And he's got that lovely anonymity. Like, Jerry can't do that. Like, even you can even see in comedians uh, in cars getting coffee. Same, sometimes you see people going, oh, and they wave. Or they take photos with him and his guest. And they only care about him. Like, they don't know who the guest is. Because he's that famous. He can't have a private That's why he's a role model. But right. So you, I, and yet you got the 58%. I, I agree with mine as well. I'm yeah. kind of a road comic. Like, I feel like yeah. I could, you know... I could do a set in our club where I'm yeah. the resident and the co-founder, whatever. Or I could travel to a completely different city or a country yeah. and do a set there. And, and then maybe do work. a corporate show and it, then do yeah. casino. Yeah, I and... think I could do that, those kind of gigs because my material is mostly just, you know, yeah. some kind of... It's not specific to a specific audience. It's not... It's mostly, I would say family friendly and so on so i think it could be a tv set i think it could be a corporate gig and i think i could go to basically any place and just make that room laugh so i I like this uh, i like this result it suits me yeah i like my result but i don't know i don't i don't think i'm an art comic do you think of me as an alt comic like someone with a cult following but wouldn't be mainstream you're a comic and you're pretty old so i think they nailed it (laughs) (laughs) i mean I, i don't know what else you expected yeah true true yeah yeah, but I'm like the energetic grandpa or energetic uh, uncle sort of thing, like, you know, on stage, like, hey, kid, let's dance, kids. You're literally that. You <laughs> you go on stage with your little sweater and your little collar yeah. popping out of it and being like, oh, guys, so it's so hard to go out and party nowadays. I'm so old. I want to eat pizza with my wife. Yeah. That's exactly what you do. You yeah. are an old comic. Yeah. Just deal with it. Yep. All right. So that was our first ever quiz episode. Let us know what you think and let us know what results you got if you were doing the quiz uh, together with us. And if you got a better result than we did, then, you know, screw you. You, you, Be a comic then. Jesus. What what are you, a professional comic? Make your own (laughs) podcast. Don't listen to this. In, In any case, we'll be back with more episodes with quizzes. And let us know how you liked it. Follow us on social media, wherever you can find us. And if you'd like to support us, you can also donate on Patreon. The links are all below. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Ingram Monday. I'm David Minos. And this was the Comedy Kiosk. Goodbye. Ciao.